Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenido, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This is your inside look into the world of combat sports. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that title off for better than three decades. Straight up today, we are just hours away from a battle of unbeaten. Clashing for the WBO Junior Welterweight World Champions. Talk about 28 no, Terrence Crawford. 28 no, Victor Bostal. Somebody's O's got to go tonight. Pay per view, 9 p.m. in the East, 6 o'clock in the West. Of course, live on pay per view from the MGM Grant in Las Vegas, Nevada. So that is tonight's card. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, the situation in the middleweight division. Of course, Gennady Golov is going to take on Kell Brook. Kell Brook, the reigning welterweight champion of the world. Actually, there's probably two or three welterweight champions. Can we get that settled first before Kell Brook moves up to 160? I guess not. But Kell Brook is going to fight Gennady Golovkin. Looks like in September at 160 pounds. More power to him. Took a lot of stones to step up 13 pounds to fight the best guy in the world. Believe me, it does. Because nobody at 160 or 175 or 168... Nobody really is inclined to want to get in the bat- get in the ring with uh, Triple G. Why? He's that good. The best man as far as cutting off the ring, I think, since the great Roberto Duran. Throws body shots with impact. When he hits you, guess what? He leaves an impact. Not too many guys leave impacts when they hit you. Miguel Cotto, he leaves an impact. You know you've been hit by Miguel Cotto. Same thing with Gennady Golovkin, only harder. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Is this new edition? No, sounds like New Edition. Anyway, New Edition is playing across the bay next week. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. 
Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King grilled dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. They're so good, they make us want to sing like... I can't believe it. Burger King made a grilled dog. Made with 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. In a real fight, regulation gloves, no headgear? Correct. Marquis of Queensborough rules. He was one of our chaps, you know. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's gonna be good. The mighty horns of the Tower of Power. Touring is a bit of touring. I got to see Frankie Valley this week. Of course, 82, 83, 84 years old. I don't know how old he is now. But anyway, he blew for an hour and a half the Davy Symphony Hall. Sold out Davy Symphony Hall Sunday, uh, Wednesday night, the 20th. And he just blew the roof off the place. It was incredible. He's 83 years old, never missed a note. Yeah, he looked like he was struggling a little bit early on. But straight up, man, he roared for an hour and a half. I know a lot of young guys half his age can't go that long singing that way. Straight up, Frankie Valley, a true icon and a Hall of Famer in the city by the bay. Said he hadn't performed in San Francisco in 35 or 40 years. He wondered why it had been so long. Did he say something wrong? Did he say something wrong the last time he was here? No, he didn't. The great Frankie Valley in town this week. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Of course, we talk a little pro wrestling as well. Um, straight up tonight, we've got an outstanding bout, I think, on, on pay-per-view. If you want to pay for it, HBO pay-per-view, as I said, 9 p.m. in the east, 6 o'clock in the west. Two unbeaten fighters going on top for the WBO and WC Junior Welterweights 140-pound championship. Straight up, Terrence Crawford, pound for pound, one of the better fighters in the world. Probably the best fighter to ever come out of Omaha, Nebraska. I think the other fighter to come out of Omaha, Nebraska that comes to my mind, I think, was Ron Stander. And he failed miserably and attempted the heavyweight championship against Joe Frazier back, 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 back in the day. Okay, so Terrence Crawford, 28-0. Victor Bostal, 28-0. Crawford's got some height here. Uh, good height. I mean, he's a good-looking fighter. He's got nice reach on him, but Postal is no midget either. I mean, he's got a decent jab, and that's going to be, I think, the key to this fight is who can establish themselves with the jab. 
I think if it goes into a slugfest, it'll get ugly, and then anybody can win. But if it turns into a boxing match, a pure boxing match, not too many people, I think, are going to outbox Terrence Crawford now. As I said, 28-0, he got an equally unbeaten 28-0 Victor Postel. 140-pound championship on the line. Oscar Valdez and uh, looks like Matias Rueda for a WBO featherweight title on the crown as well. So two WBO title fights taking place on this main event, uh, co-main events, of course, on this Bob Arum card coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, Omaha, Nebraska, boxing capital of the world. You know it. Yeah, Terrence Crawford's fought there on HBO. But, you know, talk about boxing capitals. I, 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 I sort of chuckled. At, what was it? Birmingham, Alabama held that WBC heavyweight title fight last week between Deontay Wilder. I'll get back to this uh, Crawford fight in a minute. But uh, they, they held this WBC title fight against Terrence Crawford and Chris Ariola. Chris Ariola, of course, the guy that <clears throat> admitted on this show that he trains at taco trucks and has a beer in the morning and gets up about mm, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, has a beer, yawns a little bit, goes down to the taco truck, has a few tacos, goes back home, takes a nap, and then goes to the gym. That's what he said on this show. I think we can dig it up somewhere. But the bottom line is that's the way his body looked. I mean, his physical, the results of his uh, his training did did bear that out. They looked like he had trained at donut shops and that kind of stuff. Anyway, never got in really, really good shape. Outweighed Walter, of course, who has like five or six inches on him in height by nearly 20 pounds, around 20 pounds. And, you know, I mean, Chris, <clears throat> Chris will come to fight, but there's nothing to fight with anymore. There's nothing to fight with. It's sort of like a guy showing up. No matter what kind of condition Ariola got himself into, he would never perform at the upper echelon of the heavyweight division. Just wasn't there. I mean, Dan Goosen, late Dan Goosen, he uh, perpetrated a bit of a, a a facade when it came to Chris Ariola because he was the first Mexican-American of note uh, that I can think of in the modern times. I think that was, you know, in a position to challenge for the heavyweight championship of the world. And, you know, in the old days, you know, you know, <clears throat> you know what a Mexican heavyweight was, don't you? A fat middleweight. I mean, that's what he used to. That was the old days. Of course, guys have gotten bigger. Athletes have gotten bigger. Mexicans have gotten bigger. And straight up, Chris Ariola, of course, in line, a 178-pound stud as an amateur, okay, stepping up 40 pounds, 50 pounds of weight. And some of those fights, he did look fat. Some of those fights, he tried to get himself in shape. But Dan Goosen kept, you know, uh, telling us that the late Dan Goosen passed away, what, a year and a half ago now? Um, liver cancer. May he rest in peace. The promoter, of course, Goosen Tudor Promotion started off with Ten Goose Promotions, Rosita, California. Yeah, the Rosita Country Club. What a, what a little center that was. Sort of like a little yuppie bar type of thing. But Dan Goosen kicked it off, kicked off his career down there, <clears throat> took it all over the world, of course, and then passed away in, in, in a heartbeat. I mean, <clears throat> he just went. I mean, they said he had cancer. Before he knew it, Dan Goosen was gone. But Dan Goosen pushed his heavyweight um, a facade on us as, as a title challenger, and he challenged for the title a couple of times. But, you know, he's not much of a fighter. He just doesn't put himself together in the gym if you don't if he who fails to play, he who fails to plan is planning to fail. Okay, Chris Ariola never had a plan, so every time he went out, it was either flip a coin: am I going to get lucky and win, or am I going to, you know, am I going to lose? Because when he was put into the upper echelon, as I said earlier, he failed miserably time and time again. So straight up, Chris Ariola out after being stopped in eight rounds last week by Deontay Wilder. Of course, that was on Fox TV, which was sort of cool. Which I think is really good is that you know Fox. The big network, not Little Fox, not Fox Sports Network, not Fox, you know, Fox El Sportes, no, 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 none of those little tiny, the big network, Fox, okay, they had boxing on, which was really, really cool, and I think that, you know, Fox is doing uh, doing their thing with the UFC, they've got their thing now with boxing, and they can give money to Al Heyman, if Al Heyman can start making money on these shows he's putting together, I think that'll be great, because Al Heyman's, I think, doing a pretty good job, of course, the boxing establishment, <clears throat> probably my current sponsor, 
and <clears throat> others will say, you know, that he's a cancer to the sport. But, you know, he's putting boxing on free television. He's doing it out of his own pocket. He's doing something that these other promoters, the aforementioned Bob Arum and these guys. I mean, Bob Arum is like almost a billionaire, okay? So he couldn't afford to buy time on TV and put fights on network TV if he wanted to. He didn't want to. He wanted to put these fights on pay-per-view. The corporate scheme here in America took over the world of boxing a long, long time ago. When they started <clears throat> really, <clears throat> excuse me, counting all the beans per se, uh, that's when things sort of got corporate. And I got to tell you that boxing in the old days, that's what got Aaron into this game, you know. It wasn't the love of boxing. It was the love of money, okay? He saw the pay-per-view, the, I take that back, the closed-circuit television revenues from the 1962, uh, 1962 Floyd Patterson, Sonny Liston World Heavyweight Championship fight. I think it took place in, in Chicago White Sox Stadium in, in Chicago. And, uh, and he saw the receipts from that, and he just said, this is, this is my ticket out. And then after Kennedy got whacked a year later, he realized, you know, my, uh, my tenure in the Justice Department is not forever, not with Lyndon Johnson. He was a Kennedy guy. He wasn't a Johnson guy. Aaron will say that. I'm a Kennedy guy. I was a Kennedy guy. So he had to go. Of course, he turned his attention to the world of professional boxing, promoted Ali, did everything in the world as far as boxing is concerned. But he never put his money on the line and put boxing on network television. Kathy Duva. Main events, of course, she's got some good fighters, including Sergey Kovalev, the reigning WBO light heavyweight title holder set to clash with Andre Ward in either November of 2016 this year or early 2017. Coming off that win over Joseph Chalamba, a fortnight ago in Moscow, a unanimous knot across the board after 12 rounds. Chalamba lasting a distance, <coughs> tough, tough dude. That's all I can say is a tough, tough dude. But, you know, I don't, I'm not sure that uh, Kovalev wanted to go all out there and show it, especially when he's got this Andre Ward fight in the horizon. That's going to be the super fight. We'll talk about that in the next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the big super fight of 2016, 2017. The fight people will talk about for many years to come, in my mind, Andre Ward and the great Sergey Kovalov. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. This segment, of course, we talk boxing, mixed martial arts, a little wrestling as well. And, of course, I've got Johnny Talk with his All-Stars. We talk all sports, a little comedy as well. It is Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Pacific time. In fact, I just got these cards made up with some new business cards. Looking at the back of them, got all the show times on. Them. Let me go buy them for you. 10, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That is Saturday morning. This is the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And of course, we come at Saturday night, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Johnny Taco and his All Stars. I turn into I morph into Johnny Taco, my former stand-up comedy role, and bring in my All Stars, Cad Waller, Dominic Cad Waller, Jimenez, and the great Zach Attack Young. And for two hours, we we have fun. We have a lot of fun. We talk sports. We have a lot of fun. We focus social issues. We have a lot of fun. 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific time each and every Saturday. Johnny Talkman is All-Stars Live here on Sports Spotlight. But wait. Then we come back with Ring Talk Live Worldwide Sunday, a two-hour edition, 11 a.m. Pacific time, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts and pro wrestling. Wait, I'm not done. Then we come back at 5 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday. Zach Attack and I get together again once again, and we collaborate for No Holds Barred. Of course, No Holds Barred, I bring in the wrestling doctor. That's right, Mr. Mike Lano. He talks to, He knows wrestling from A to Z, man. He really does. Like Dave Meltzer, an icon in the world of wrestling. And of course, KKK, King Kyle Kingsbury on vacation. When he gets back, he'll be doing an MMA swing on No Holds Barred. So No Holds Barred, 5 p.m. Pacific time each and every Sunday. Of course, it replays 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Pacific time on Monday mornings. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Frankie Valley to the break on Sports Byline.
If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895-800-760-4895-800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Frank's got to faint a lot more. He wants to try to get to that clinch or get in on the legs of Mark Hunt. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Got to do something. (laughs) Sounds like James Brown. Girl, let me 
Nah, that's Tower of Power. You know what James Brown said one time when I talked to him about Tower of Power? He goes, those white boys do James Brown better than James Brown does. That's the ultimate compliment, isn't it? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This segment, you're inside. Look at the world of boxing. I tease there about the Brock Lesnar Mark Hunt fight. Of course, it took place a fortnight ago, UFC 200. And didn't fare out too well as far as uh, Brock Lesnar was concerned. Of course, he tested positive for performance-enhancing drug. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But straight up, Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt, <clears throat> the fight will be declared a no contest, I believe. Anyway, straight up, I was talking about the fight that Sergey Kovalov and Andre Ward, that the two of these match, the two of these men put together, of course, for the World Light Heavyweight Championship, set to go down either in November in Oakland, California, or maybe next year in Oakland, California. But Ward has a fight set for it looks like uh, August the sixth. And this is going to be in, of course, Oakland, California, the Oracle Arena. We call it the house that Andre built. Alexander Brand, 28-1, 25-1. I don't know a whole lot about the guy, but, you know, Andre Ward's just looking to get sharp. That's all Andre's looking to do, and I don't think anybody can really challenge Andre Ward in the world with the exception of Sergey Kovalov. This is why this fight is a sort of a pick em fight. <clears throat> you want to lean towards Andre Ward because of his superior boxing ability and the fact he can fight on the inside. He can sort of do it all. I mean, he's sort of... He's a master. He's a master. 2004 Olympic gold medalist. The guy hasn't lost a fight in his life. Never lost a fight in his life. Except for that fight he had with Scott Cuddy behind the studio over, over some girl. No, outside of that, never lost a fight. Lost his one fight in the Junior Olympics. It was a decision. I think it was at King's Gym in Oakland, California. The late Marsha King told me, the boy didn't lose. The boy didn't lose. Well, she was upset about that because he was undefeated. He never lost a fight since then. I think that was circuit like 1998, 1999, somewhere around there, 2000. Um... But he hasn't lost a fight since, okay? And he hasn't even come close to losing as a professional. I mean, when he, he mowed through those guys at 168, Carl Frock, Arthur Abraham, uh, Mikel Kessler. I mean, wow, those, those guys were the, the, uh, the kings at 168 pounds. I mean, they were the studs, right? And he, he went through those guys like knife through butter. I mean, didn't have to necessarily knock them out, but they didn't win too many rounds against them. I mean, Carl Frock, for some reason, the judges had, had it inexplicably close as far as the Scores were concerned at the end of 12 rounds, but Andre Ward won that fight <coughs> going away. But we've got this guy coming in to fight Andre Ward. His name is Alexander Brand Monsalvi, okay? He's an Orthodox fighter. I means, of course, he fights from the, uh, uh, the left side, meaning he's an Orthodox fighter, right-handed fighter, from Bogota, Colombia, which means he can punch. For some reason, everybody out of Colombia can punch. For some reason, they can punch. But he's only 28-1, take that 25-1 <coughs> with 19 knockouts. So, of course, Andre Ward now 29-0. The man at 168, no doubt about it. But can he be the man at 168 or 175 like he was at super middleweight? Well, that, of course, boils down to what he can do against the man, Sergey Kovalov. Kovalov's a monster. There's no doubt about it. I mean, what is he now, 30-0 and 0 with a draw? He's scary. He is. But Ward wants to fight him. He wants to fight Ward. He's willing to fight Ward in Oakland, California. He's willing to come in here and play the heel. I think they need a heel for Andre Ward because he's such a good guy. I hate to say it to you, but he really is. He's like he's like cherry pie, apple pie, all that kind of good stuff. I've never, and this is the honest to God truth, in the 20 years that I've known this kid, I think it's been 20 years now, maybe about 17, 18. Anyway, <clears throat> I've never heard anything negative about him. Not once. And that's sort of terrible because, you know, you, you don't want to think anybody's like perfect, but, you know, he and his wife Tiffany have been together since, uh, <clears throat> I think, junior high school. And they've got a whole a, a family. Every time I talk, we have another kid. But, you know, he's got a, they've got a great family and a great family life living now in Marin County. I mean, he's sort of the American dream. Andre Ward truly is the American dream, a guy that fought his way 
not out of the ghetto per se, but fought his way out of, uh, we'll say, a, a middle class level or a lower middle class level, living in Oakland, California. Of course, uh, training early on, <clears throat> doing things as far as uh, strength conditioning was concerned, like pushing station wagons around Hayward, California parking lots. That's what he did. I mean, that's how primitive it was and got him together. Of course, his trainer, Virgil Hunter, put him together and sent him to the Olympics in 2004. He was an underdog. They said he couldn't win the 178-pound championship because he was a 165-pound fighter. And the only reason why he was fighting at 178 was that he and uh, Andre Durrell, the kid from Flint, Michigan, of course, one of the Durrell brothers, uh, Andre and Anthony, uh, <clears throat> he wanted to fight at 165. He was a smaller guy, so I think they flipped a coin and, and Andre won at 178, and Andre Durrell won at, at 175. Take that back, 175 went, 178 went Andre Ward. So Andre Ward won a gold medal. Uh, Durrell won a bronze medal. Mm, Durrell wasn't all that impressive. Hasn't been all impressive as a pro, but you, you got to give it to uh, Andre Ward. I mean, when does he look bad? I mean, he got dropped early on in a fight. I think that was against, uh, who was that against? Who was that guy? I can't remember, but the guy was knocking down a lot of people. Daniel Boone, Darnell Boone knocked him down. I think that was in like oh, Fresno, California, down in one of those casinos in the middle part of the state. And he was early on, only four or five and over. People were talking negatively about him after that. Of course, Gary Radnitz, the icon of sports talk radio in Northern California, San Francisco, KMBR. He dogged Andre Ward, said he had watched Ward. And the fact that Ward had been decked by a guy that, you know, was thought to be a lesser, lesser fighter. Yeah, but a lesser, lesser fighter, but a lesser, lesser fighter that could punch. I mean, he can. That guy could punch. He was coming in at six and two, and people said, "Oh well, not much of a record there." But Darnell can punch. Everybody I know that that uh, that hit that fought Darnell said he didn't want to get hit by the guy. In fact, I think he might have knocked out. He might have knocked out um, uh, Adonis Adonis Stevenson, the light heavyweight title. I think he. I think he was the guy that did that. Anyway, Ward was being doubted there for a long time, and of course, he had to come back and win that 168 pound championship almost in shutout fashion. I mean, as I said. Carl Frock won a couple rounds against him, but outside of that, <clears throat> not too many guys did because he is the best at what he does. He is a very, very good fighter. A great fighter? We'll see. I think he's got a chance to become a great fighter, but I think he's got to beat Kovalov. He's got to do it in a very decisive manner. In other words, <clears throat> he can't go out there and, and win a 12-round decision on points. It's got to be a dominant, dominant, dominant win. I'm telling you, it's got to be a dominant. If it's not a dominant win, it's not going to work for him. It's just not going to work for him, I'm telling you, because he wants to build his path here to superstardom. And in order to get to superstardom, he's got to walk through Sergey Kovalov. Kovalov, not an easy guy to get to. It's a 30-0 with a draw and, I think, 24 KO. So straight up, those guys will hook it up for the best fighter pound for pound at 175, if not the entire world. In fact, let's go through the fighters as far as ratings are concerned. People always say to me, who do you think the best fighters pound for pound are? Well, obviously, Terrence Crawford's going tonight. He's one of the better fighters pound for pound. I think he's 28-0, of course, out of Omaha, Nebraska. But the guy he's fighting, not to be uh, easily dismissed, <clears throat> but then again, not so highly thought of. I mean, he's a WBC title holder. He beat Lucas Matezzi. He thinks that that's an easier fight than, excuse me, Crawford. Mm. We'll see what happens with that. But the pound for pound ratings. Pound for pound in the world of boxing, of course, there's a lot of people that think that, you know, Manny Pacquiao, uh, Keith Thurman, Tyson Fury, Vladimir Klitschko. I mean, I can go nine around, but I'm going to go through my top 10 pound for pound. I think the best fighter pound for pound, pound, for pound in the world right now is Gennady Golovkin. I think without a doubt. What is he, 35 and 0, 32 knockouts, 22 knockouts in a row. He's the middleweight champion of the world, recognized by everybody but Ring Magazine and the 
and the historians that, 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 that handle the linear championship and handle this mythical title from Pan to Man. Okay, I think that he's being dogged to an extent because Miguel Cotto decided to fight uh, Canelo Alvarez, and Canelo Alvarez decided to fight anybody but Gennady Golovkin after agreeing to fight to Golovkin. And what's funny is that you hear Canelo talking in the papers, and you know I read the Mexican papers and things like that, and he talks about how he's not scared of Golovkin and this and that. Why does he have to keep saying that? Why does he have to keep saying that week in and week out? I mean, every time I pick up a paper or read an Internet website, it's a Canelo, I'm not scared of him. But you haven't signed to fight him. You, you had verbally agreed to fight this guy, and instead you gave up the WBC portion of your uh, championship belts, gave up the WBC titles. I don't want to give it up. I'll give it up instead of fighting Golovkin. If you want to do that, I don't think that's the guy that, if you want to give up that title, that's not a guy that sounds like you really want to fight anybody as far as, you know, for real, do you? I don't know. Anyway, Danny Garcia, he's got to be considered in the top 10 pound for pound. Where top 10? I just don't know. 32-0, and 0, of course, ascending to welterweight now. We'll talk about him a little bit later, and uh, if not in this show, maybe tomorrow. But straight up, he's the man out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the former junior welterweight championship, now fighting at 147 pounds. Terrence Crawford, the man going tonight, one of the better fighters, without a doubt, 28-0 out of Omaha, Nebraska, 140-pounder. Kel Brook, I mentioned him, of course, taking on Gennady Golovkin, 36-0, 26 knockouts, only 30 years old. Yikes, fighting in middleweight, though. I don't know. When I look at that picture of him and Gennady Golovkin side-by-side, that was pretty scary. Keith Thurman, the aforementioned Keith Thurman, what's he, 27-0, something like 23 wax, very, very good fighter. 25-0 is Tyson Fury, of course, the world heavyweight champion, WBO title holder, but Larkin recognizes the linear champion as well. Um, a bit of a slob. I mean, let's just be honest. He's only gotten in shape one time in his life. That was for the first fight with Vladimir Klitschko. He came back for the second fight, the rematch. He was fat and out of shape. He talked about being as fat as he was at the rematch at the press conference. And he came in and said, about four weeks later, I hurt my ankle. I can't fight. Yeah, because you like weighed 300 pounds when you started, man. You can't weigh 300 pounds and run on your ankle. You can't do that. Hmm, this will work. Anyway, straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Junior Walker to the belt to the bell. Don't forget, 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific time tonight, HBO pay-per-view Crawford and post out in the main event. struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063.
Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Results may vary. Hello, I'm Jerry Mathers. I was the beaver in Leave it to Beaver. And 20 years ago, I almost died from type 2 diabetes. When I was diagnosed with type 2 I was shocked. My blood sugar was through the roof. Now, the very same natural remedies I use to control my type 2 diabetes are available for you in a super easy program called the Diabetes Solution Kit. And I should know it works. I use the very same techniques to drop 40 pounds of fat, get my blood sugar under control, and watch my type 2 diabetes fade into thin air. If you have diabetes, I urge you to try this step-by-step plan. It has all the natural techniques I used, and it works a lot faster, too. I'm Jerry Mathers. And if I can do it, you can do it too. If you'd like to normalize your blood sugar and stop taking your diabetes medication completely with your doctor's approval, go to 2016diabetes.com. That's 2016diabetes.com. Reverse your diabetes in as little as 30 days by going to 2016diabetes.com. That's 2016diabetes.com now. Ladies and gentlemen, after three rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. All three judges score this contest 29-27 for the winner. By unanimous decision, Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Want to bet it? Four years young and blowing like that. Can you believe it? Straight up. Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons in town at the Davies Symphony Hall this past week. Of course, tonight. Was it tonight? It's, no, last night. They were in Reno, Nevada. I think they'll be in L.A. or Southern California. Coming back uh, September the 1st at the the uh, Mountain Winery. I think that's in Milpitas, Cupertino, California. But the bottom line is this place is like so well far up in the hills. You got to, like, drive 40 miles to get there off the freeway. So straight up, it's a big hassle. Last night or Wednesday night was sort of cool at the uh, Davies Symphony. I'll no doubt about Frankie Valley in fine form. So we got lots of MMA to talk about. Of course, we were just hours away from USC Live on Fox. And that's going to be happening, man. I'm talking about, of course, Holly Holm, the lady that took out Ron Rousey. And, of course, got taken out by Misha Tate. Misha Tate got taken out, of course, last week by Amanda Nunes. You know, what can I say? They hand this up. They hand this uh, women's bantamweight championship around like you know, gonna say like like a, like a piece of candy. Here, you want to hold on to it? You want to hold on to it? Well, I can't hold on to it. Bottom line is, there's been no dominant force at 135 pounds in the women's division. After, of course, 
uh, Ronda Rousey got smoked by Holly Holm. And, of course, Holly Holm was losing to Misha Tate. And Misha Tate losing to Amanda Nunes. Now, if it sounds like I'm repeating myself, I did that for a reason. The bottom line is we don't know really who is the best fighter pound for pound of all of these women. We really don't because on any given night, things happen in mixed martial arts. I mean, the babyface assassin that she is, Amanda Nunes, uh, having this, what, I think she took three minutes and 46 seconds to take out Misha Tate, beat her up, just beat her up. That's what she did. She beat her up, okay? What did she do? Uh, what do you do for a living, uh, young lady? I beat people up. That's what she beats people up. Anyway, the first Brazilian ever to win a UFC title in the female of the female gender. Isn't that crazy? Uh, but the first. Anyway, has some good fighters. Not even Chris Cyborg Santos won a UFC title. Not yet, anyway. Holly Holm taking on Valentina Shevchenko. That's going to be UFC on Fox, of course, from the United Center, Chicago, Illinois. UFC on Fox going at 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight on the big network. Hey, last week it was boxing on Fox. Of course, this week it's MMA on Fox. Right on Fox. Free TV. In other words, if you got one of those, if you don't even have a, t, uh, a cable thing, you like put an antenna on your, on, your, uh, on your roof or hang a coat hanger out your window or something like that, you can get a local Fox channel for the most part for free over the air. They call it over-the-air digital TV. They have to do this according to the FCC. Anyway, in your area, there's gotta be, it's got to be available to you with a, um, a naked antenna. So you can watch this without having to have cable, without having to have Internet, all that kind of good stuff. But Valentina Shevchenko, not an easy girl to get around. I mean, Holly Holm, is she, is she being thrown in over her head or is she being put back too serious? I mean, the girl's 28 years old, but you look at some of her record, some of the stuff she's done. She had a kickboxing record. Get this, 58 and 2 with a draw. Whoa. Holly, whoa. Holly Holm's a hell of a boxer as well. Of course, she went, like, only lost two fights and one was on a cut uh, as, a, uh, as a professional boxer. But, you know, this chick's impressive. 60, 61 fights, 158 of them. 21 by knockout. Of course, she had a professional boxing record. She was 2-0 and with uh, that's two and with two knockouts. That's a little scary, okay? As far as her mixed martial arts record is concerned, she's got 12 wins and 14 fights. Pretty, pretty scary. Pretty, pretty scary. Of course, Holly Holm, a bit green as far as her record's concerned, but she was doing MMA before she became a pro boxer. Yeah, of course, Holly Holm, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Of course, the, her and John Jones share the same gym. John Jones in all kinds of trouble. John Jones won't be, ever be back. John Jones is one of those guys you look back and think, is John Jones still driving that, like, 1988 Cadillac Seville we gave him? Because that's, that's what he's going to be driving about 10 years from now. John Jones is not going to make it in this world. It's just not. just has that failure thing stamped all over his chest, all over, written all over his face. I am a failure. I cannot get things, I cannot get things right no matter what it takes. No matter if people hand me, I mean, time and time and time again, this guy's been handed a golden spoon. Yeah, he's had to fight for it to an extent in the octagon, but he was given opportunities other guys don't get, and he gets them time and time and time again. And now the UFC said, we've had enough. Of course, testing positive for some performance-enhancing drug, a testosterone blocker. I take that back, an estrogen blocker. Estrogen blocker means you're cycling off a, uh, a round of steroids. That's what you take an estrogen blocker for. That and to remove what they call B-I-T-C-H tits. Didn't want to say that word. Cuddy says I can say it on the air, but I don't want to. Anyway, B-I-T-C-H tits, that's what you get after you take uh, different steroids, okay? So that's what, that was, that's what eliminates these things, these estrogen blockers. And, of course, it rids your body of <clears throat> any traces of these performance-enhancing drugs. So Brock Lesnar tested positive for that on June 28th, and as did John Jones. John Jones was pulled from the card. I wonder why that, that, that Brock Lesnar wasn't pulled from the card since he was, like, you know, tested, like, 10 to 12 days before the event, yet they didn't have the results until after the event. Coincidence? Hell no. 
If, John, if Brock Lesnar wouldn't have fought on that card, the UFC would have had to refund so much money on pay-per-view would have been sick. They would have had to refund the entire thing. I mean, think about this. All of a sudden, people come into town expecting to see those two big old fights, John Jones and Cormier, the rematch. We're going to see Cormier, of course, go three rounds with Anderson Silva and barely last that third round. Said he was in awe of Anderson Silva. Yeah, you were in awe. He almost got the snot kicked out of you. When he kicked you one time in the ribs, took all the life out of you, there was blood in the water, and Anderson Silva, at 40 years old, has no shark left in him. Because if he had any shark left in him, he'd have smelled that blood. I could smell the blood through the television, through the TV. It was there. Okay, he didn't go after it. That was his sole chance. When you are the, uh, the opponent, per se, what I mean by the opponent, in other words, you're put into a fight where you've got no chance, two days' notice. Uh, you haven't been training at all or, you know, in minimal condition, not in, pi- in fighting condition, okay? Uh, you have little or no chance. Or have, what's that thing that Don King said? You have uh, little or no chance, slim or no, sl- <clears throat> no chance of slim. Slim just left town, something like that. Anyway, the bottom line is he had no chance, Anderson Silva, not coming on in two days' notice against Daniel Cormier. But he had that one chance we made that opportunity for himself in the third round when he kicked Cormier in the ribs. And the right side took the wind out of him. Might have cracked the river, too. But he did not pounce on the champion. That was his mistake. Shame on him. People say he was gassed. I don't know if he was gassed or not because I wasn't in his, in his, uh, <clears throat> that wasn't him. Okay. But I tell you what, you get an opportunity to win in a, in a position where you're like a decided underdog and you have no chance. The experts give you no chance to win whatsoever. You're being outsized. You're being, I mean, all, they were all against. It was all against Anderson Silva. All he had brought into that ring that night, that octagon that night, was the name. Outside of the name, there was nothing. And he was a shadow of his former self. So, of course, him taking on Cormier for a uh, non-title, 205-pound bout. Of course, uh, Cormier, the 205-pound champion. John Jones, the aforementioned interim champion, the ex-champion, the guy that's only lost, I think, to Mark Hamill on his qualification when he was DQ'd on the ground for a elbowing Hamill on the ground, which was a DQ back in the day. But straight up, he's undefeated, much like uh, the Andre Ward of, of MMA. I think he's a great fighter, but unlike Andre Ward, he's not an angel outside the ring. Uh, I told you Andre Ward is an angel outside the ring. He can't, there's no dirt on him. I mean, I live here in the Bay Area, okay? Andre Ward was born here in the Bay Area. I know more about Andre Ward's father uh, than I know about Andre Ward. That's just, and not negative things. I mean, just more about Andre. That's just the way it is. Andre's a very private person, okay? Of course, John Jones, mm, best fighter in the world of mixed martial arts, but not such a private person. Of course, having all the issues, car accidents, suspensions, now drug issues, of course. And I put up an alert last December or December of 2014 when he came in with that tested, tested, uh, tested positive for cocaine. Now, I wasn't pitching a bitch because he tested positive for blow. That's his business. I could care less, okay? No, he wasn't in competition or anything like that. But what I was screaming about, jumping up and down, the only one that could see me was Scott Cuddy, was that his testosterone level was equal to that of an 85-year-old man. So if you got the T level of an 85-year-old man, and how come you don't have the gray hair? How come you're not all bent over like I am? How come you don't have arthritis? How come you can still fight? How come you can train? How come you can run? You can't do it. It doesn't make sense. One and one is not three. One and one is two. When you put one and one together, the only two you come up with being one, being the low T level, was the... Uh, was the result of him coming off steroids, messing around with steroids. So John Jones was messing around with steroids in 2014. That's a given in my mind, okay? There's no other explanation for it. Nobody else would want to come up with an explanation. Nobody does. Uh, well, you know, we don't know. We'll just let it go. Anyway, the bottom line is John Jones, best fighter pound for pound. He'll be off until he's after the age, after the age of 30 with his two-year suspension. 
testosterone blocker uh, and estrogen blocker is what he did. Of course, that was to hide the fact that he was masking things up as far as his drug use was concerned. Brock Lesnar, same thing. Mark kind of, of course, a fight in which he had, I announced that decision coming into the segment where he won a three-round decision over Mark Hunt, looked pretty good in doing so, saying Mark Hunt is a throw-in Samoan. Mark Hunt can knock a guy out if he hits you on the chin. But Mark Hunt, unfortunately, only hit Brock Lesnar on the top of the head. Mark Hunt didn't do his homework. I said that Mark Hunt should have been throwing uppercuts because Brock, Brock Lesnar can't see uppercuts. He only can see things. I just hit the mic again. He only can see things looking straight at you. That's all he can see. Brock Lesnar is looking straight at you eye to eye. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't see nothing from, he doesn't see hooks well, and he doesn't see stuff from underneath. So uh, Mark Hunt didn't throw any uppercuts into the plan, and what can I say? He ended up losing a three-round decision going across the board. Uh, it was a fight in which Brock Lesnar came back to the world of mixed martial arts. Uh, the fact that he was humble in his win afterwards, wanted to bring the country together, you know, as far as the racial uh, uh, issues were concerned, as far as cops getting, shot, cops getting shot by crazy people and cops shooting non-crazy people, all that kind of crazy stuff going on here in the United States. But he tried to bring that out, and I give him props for that. But then, you know, less than 48 hours later, he tested positive for these, uh, these, these estrogen-blocking drugs. So why is he taking that kind of stuff? Well, he's taking that stuff because he's cycling off of steroids. He had been masking it before, masking it before. Obviously, he didn't mask it this time. And we knew, when you look at his body, I mean, he's got muscles in his eyes. Is that, that's saying enough. His ears look like they lift weights. Okay? What am I trying to tell you is that when you look at Brock Lesnar, all you can think of is steroids. There's no other thing. There's, no, there's not another thing. You can't think frank of nature. You can't think of nothing like that. You think steroids because nobody is built that way. Nobody on this planet is not him or Rick Steiner, another steroid freak. I mean, they're just not, people are just not built that way. It's impossible. So you look at Lesnar, you know he's a roid freak. Of course, Mark Hunt's saying he was all juiced up going in. But now Mark Hunt's got a, a right to pitch a bitch. The fight will be taken off the board. It won't be added on his record. So this fight sort of didn't take place. I think Mark Hunt got 500 to 700 grand to, to take this fight. More power to him. He took it at the last minute. Didn't get a full training camp in order to prepare for Brock Lesnar. And he looked like it. He looked slow. Okay, He looked a little lethargic. But at the end of the day, he made some money, and now it appears he might make some more money because what he's uh, lobbying for is that he should get half of Brock Lesnar's $2.5 million purse. $2.5 million is what Brock Lesnar got mm, to compete in UFC 200. Now think about that for a second. $2.5 million is the largest purse that the UFC fighters ever got. Okay, what about those other, I mean, and before that, Conor McGregor got a million bucks. But before that, nobody had ever gotten a million dollars. Not Chuck Liddell, not Tony Tito Ortiz, not any of, nobody, not Jose Aldo, nobody. Nobody ever got a million bucks. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious that the USC, the Fertitas, uh, Frank Lorenzo, who I like, Dana White, who I really don't. Um, but those two guys, uh, three guys, have taken all the money and ran with it. They take 80, 85 to 88% of the money. 85 to 80% of the, 88% of the gross money in the UFC went to the people that run the UFC and not the fighters themselves. Pretty scary, huh? When you think about the NFL contract, all that kind of good stuff. Straight up, UFC going to court, of course, with uh, the fighters. But Zufa Sports has been sold. That's right. Zufa Sports now owned by another company. What's happening with that? $4.2 billion, the largest sport franchise in history. This is Ring Talk Live. You're listening to Sports Byline. What did I do want to do? America, a shout-out to the men in uniforms that protect and serve this country from, from sea to shining sea, from one white boy to all nationalities. we got to stand together, people. Dr. Fernandez, out. 
outside call on line nine. Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line nine. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Mod Squad Dame, the great Don King, bringing us back to the break course, 57 and a half minutes past hour here at Sports Byline. Before we get the Bellator results, big upset, of course, Friday night on Spike TV. Holly Holm, Valentin, uh, Valentina Shevchenko, of course, pretty even fight. This is the UFC on Fox, 8 p.m. in the East, 5 o'clock in the West. Of course, the co-main event, Edson Barboza. Barboza, pretty good fighter, hits hard, but he's got a sort of a bad chin, I believe. And Gilbert Melendez, the kid from San Francisco, California, 
who found, uh, <laughs> how can I put this? Anthony Pettis was just too fast for him, just too fast. Remember, Gilbert said he felt a step slow. Well, that was a year and a half, two years ago. Well, how does Gilbert Melendez feel two years later? We'll find out tonight. He's the co-feature, of course, in this Fox on Sports. Uh, Fox, USC on Fox, Fox, not the Fox Sports Network, the regular Fox Network. Gilbert Melendez Barbosa, the co-feature. Francis Nagoo and Brian Nahavalaki, of course, that's a heavyweight battle. Those guys should go round and round pretty good. And Felisa Herring, and that's a women's strawweight battle, 115 bouts. They got a clean and that is, of course, on USC on Fox, 8 p.m. in East, 5 o'clock in the West. Now, wow, and according to all these different MMA sites, I really don't know how to rate these MMA upsets, but according to uh, stats, the USC 159 headliner uh, Friday night on Spike TV, Bantamweight, 135-pounder Joe Palmanglo, now 23-6 and six with a draw, tapped out top prospect and 14-1 favorite Darren Caldwell, 9-1. Ooh. After capitalizing on a brief mental lapse, well, guess what? Things happen in the world of mixed martial arts. That was on Spike TV. Of course, by Spike TV and Bellator hooking it up, doing some pretty good cards, brought to you by Scott Coker. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't forget, Sunday, Ring Talk, 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on Sports Byline, two hours. Don't forget, Saturday nights, Johnny Taco and his All-Stars. We talk boxing and mixed martial arts, sports, and comedy at 10 p.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the Sports Byline broadcast. Until then, peace. Peace.